0: This is Frank Skinner.
1: Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. Hello, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Uh, Don't text the show, please. We're not live and it'll be futile. Um, However, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the radio. Or indeed, you can email us through the Absolute Radio website. Them's your options. Hello, guys. Hello.
2: Hi, boys. You out
1: there. Please don't delay like that. I thought I was talking to myself. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't. I'm, I'm, you, uh, please, uh, readers, uh, please appreciate that I can't see Emily and Alan. We are having to do this um, re- remotely because of a global pandemic. So it's always lovely to hear their
0: voices. I like the fact that you said a global pandemic, as if there's several going on at once, but one well, of them is could be. kiboshed I, this I show heard of. there yeah. was a new,
1: uh, new pig based one. Oh. Um, on, on on the back burner, if I may, say, not to offend any <laughs> vegetarians. Uh. Um, yeah, there's a pig one ready to go. Is there? So, Do you remember um, the old yeah. uh,
2: swine flu? Oh, oh those yeah. were yeah. the halcyon days. See that
1: never? Those was in the glory days when we were threatened with um, avian, the avians, yeah, the swines, the avians. yeah, um, um, the SARS, and in, they never seemed to reach Western Europe.
0: It's been a. It's been a. It's been quite a I was back when people just sensibly ignored most of the modelling, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> controversial.
1: controversial. I don't really know what modelling is. I, I would have gone with it, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I, the it's only going, modelling uh, I know. I, we don't is, want to go know, down putting, that
2: road. It sounds potentially late night podcast.
1: Okay. Can you have a late night podcast?
2: Surely well, I think po- you can have podcasts. podcasts destroy the uh, the the continuum. Don't I think they? you have some podcasts which the have the energy spends. of a late night podcast. Oh, I see. Men yeah. in a dark room. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay.
1: Yeah, that's, it's, it's a good point. Speaking, of, um, I um, I get flies in my uh, room. And mm. uh, yes, I and think the
2: joke's a different structure just so you're aware. <laughs> yeah. I
0: think it's um, way so there's a fly yeah. in my soup. Yeah. No, no,
1: I get the, there's like, the, the the, I think one talks about flies in the house as if there's only one kind of fly. And there's oh, several, yeah. there's, there's, the, there's the fly that comes with the sound effect and the classic, oh, yeah. you know, blue bottle with a, like a, like, with a blue um, body. But there's little flies <laughs> I get. What
2: yeah. A fly's body, showing sure. so yeah. off yeah. their curves.
1: Bodies. My manager spent the greater part of his—he was an academic, uh, a geneticist. He's uh, not my dad; his dad, my manager's dad, Um, and he spent the greater part of his academic career studying the hairs on the legs of um, of houseflies.
2: Wow! So there's certain flies. You want to do mine next? If any of
1: our, um, if any of our readers, after yeah, well, a lockdown,
2: that'll be a years' lockdown. work. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, I, I, suggest the old, um, you know, deforestation <laughs> napalm thing.
2: I got a, I got a tree feller in next week. Ah, tree, oh, tree
1: fellers! Remember that joke? I can't do that. I can't do that now. So, um, there's a certain type of fly that I've, I've found, and they, they, they hodl they get in groups of about four (laughs) and they'll fly and then one will suddenly chase the other with tremendous gusto Mm. and then they calm down and carry on fighting and then another one i don't know if it's another one it might be the same one chasing the same one are you aware of this phenomenon
0: i think Um, they might be youths do you think they're youths? oh you think they are pig.
2: well it's like the youths hanging around the wall in the country Drinking yeah. cider. That's what they're doing, right? I looking suppose for I that
1: is. And occasionally they go and chase each other like you see youths sort of wrestle sometimes when they're in a group. Yeah. Like yes. That. I There's love a... it. Don't you love it when flies come with a narrative?
2: <laughs> oh, <hi. laughs> Rather but... than just be. I, I, I totally obviously. agree with you <laughs> regarding the different types of flies. Oh, yes. Some of
1: them I'm happy to have in as, as, you know, cohabitants. Yeah. Well,
2: the fruit flies. I mean, they're yeah, we sort get of... Yeah. They're quiet types. They keep themselves to themselves. Yeah. Yeah, the, low
0: profile. Bookish, the, healthy eaters. Yeah. What exactly. I object
2: to is the, um, the oversharers of the fly oh, yeah. community. They're noisy. Oh.
1: Oh, yeah. I don't like that. I don't like that. Of course, they all bring, they all bring excrement into the house. Good point. But.
2: Um, I'll tell you what, though, lovely pair that's... of pins. Very skinny legs, the flies.
1: Well, that's what my manager's um, dad <laughs> told me. Frank's Frank skinner on Absolute Radio. Yes, we were... Uh, welcome back. <laughs> 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 Did you say you'd had a message about yeah, flies?
2: we were talking about flies, Frank, and we've had some missives in from our readers regarding flies. At Brom Driver... Contacted us on Instagram to say flying ant day in Hansworth today, and also ah. um, East Germany Online um, got in touch. He's called Dr. Richard Millington, and he sent us a, fi- a picture of a fly in Liverpool flying ant saying this one seems to have left its wing at home. People generally want to know: is it still on this year, or are they doing it behind closed doors? Well, I, have, I
1: haven't. I haven't seen any flying ants. Uh, I year. think we've missed it <laughs> That's terrible We gotten... missed it in lockdown Well it sounds like If it's happened in Hansworth It's probably happened Nationwide I would have thought Yeah I think That's... Do you remember that time I mentioned it On um, Graham Norton's show
2: <laughs> No
1: <laughs> I mentioned There was me James McAvoy um, Who's the other guy He's got like a German name Fassbender Is that Brath? Braff? No no Sorry? Mm. Is it Zach Braff?
2: Oh, Michael no, don't be
1: ridiculous. Neither of those. <laughs> <laughs> Tenzin Man Fatspender. or something like that. OK. Anyway, the, one of those actors that gets awards for what they do in the gym rather than what they do in the rehearsal studio. Oh, mm. OK. Do you know the kinds of mean? Yes. Anyway, they were on. And I think Marion Cotillard was on as yes. well. And I brought up... Um, uh, Flying ant day, and they were all going, what what are you talking about? No idea what you're talking about and um and I, and Graham Norton, who surely is is close enough to humanity to still um <laughs> remember it, said no i don't I... <laughs> he said all that and um i felt really singled out made to be an outsider for something that which is is a, a natural phenomenon which is spoken of yeah. many times on air. and i said something like oh perhaps it'll go in a day go into celebrity areas and, and graham norton said "I come on we're doing any of that like that was the one thing that wasn't allowed on the show and i've never <laughs> been booked on there since so that's the end of that All right. <laughs> uh, that right yeah
0: It's a surprise
1: career-ending remark. (laughs) It is, isn't it? You cannot (laughs) never, never, maybe it was, I don't know, Marion Cotillard never bring up Flying Ant after that incident. Can Um, I
2: just say, um, I can exclusively reveal, having checked this while you two gentlemen were having your your cigars, um, (laughs) I can exclusively reveal that the guests on that episode were James McAvoy, Frank Skinner, Hmm. Marion Cotillard and... Michael Fassbender.
0: There you go. I knew it.
2: You said it, right.: I will it. You were, right. You were it.
1: right. I can't even remember him. Is he still working?
2: Oh, <laughs> yeah. He never <laughs> stops. What's he he's, in?
0: He's, he's not. He's just stops. been cancelled. He mentioned Flying Ant Day on Radio 2 this oh, morning. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs>
1: yes. Was that before Flying Ant had apologised? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, they, I, was, I was made to feel like some ridiculous outsider. It was awful. It was um. awful. Um, it was, I was punished for their ignorance. And isn't that a thing that happens more and more in the modern world? Yeah. And How they, only they, you
2: could construct a narrative where you'd been banned from the Graham Norton show as a result of you discussing <laughs> Flying Ant Day.
1: Well, I'm not saying that's why I was banned. It might have just been that I, um, I'm rubbish. But... Um, I, the, the, it really was, it left a sour taste in, in my mouth, I must say. And, and that makes me happy that our readers are still acknowledging that it exists. Because, um, you know, those who uh, ignore history are condemned to relive it. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Skinner on
0: Absolute Radio.
1: We were talking uh, before that about um, when Fassbender McAvoy. <laughs> Cotillard and Norton conspired <laughs> against me and pretended there was no such thing as Flying Ant Day.
2: It made mm. them sound like a sort of like a criminal fraternity. The big four. It was
1: like that. It was like the McCarthy witch hunt. <laughs> and um, and I, um, I think now looking back, at least one of them knew, knew, perf- was perfectly aware of Flying Ant Day. Absolutely, and just thought, no, just I, I'm be, not going to speak up.
0: Just to be clear, this is um, you calling out four celebrities for a lie that you think they told about three years ago or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they made me look, though.
1: The fact that I knew more than them. Yeah. I mean, as if that wasn't obvious before we even arrived.
0: It's ironic <laughs> um, I, that it's this subject that you've got a real bee in your bonnet about.
1: Oh! oh. Well, it's certainly up the ante. <laughs> oh. yes so anyway I, I um, I've never cared for any of them since
2: <laughs> wow
1: it was uh, it was un- unnecessary they could have what, what I would have done is oh that's I've never heard of that tell us more I'd like to learn yeah it's important to be learning mm. all the time not I haven't mm. heard of it therefore it can't be of any worth or meaning mm.
2: well the good thing is you you were really able to put it behind you and move on in well a yeah way. exactly
1: A lot of people would have uh, let it fester, (laughs) not Frank.
2: (laughs) Let it, Uncle Fester.
1: Uh, (sighs) Oh, it might actually. It might have been. I got interviewed. I was interviewed on there, and there was two. Now I come to think of it, there was two Irish rowing brothers. I
2: remember remember them. I remember this.
1: Yeah, and I told the story, and they went, "Oh, that was a pretty terrible story, or something like that." I'll
2: tell you exactly what uh, they said. They said, "Cool story, bro."
1: Oh, is that no. what they say?
2: And I thought, really, is this is Man But This a meme? I mean, come yeah. on.
1: It was, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it's, t- I hate the whole thing. I hope, I hope the show goes down the toilet. No, I can't believe it. <laughs> you can't say. <laughs> anyway.
2: Frank's manager I'm not saying deciding it hasn't. to go back I'm, into don't get me wrong.:
1: <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it hasn't. I'm saying. <laughs> um,
2: oh, let me talk about... Happening?
1: Can I talk about a TV show which I care for? Oh um, my God. I um I have you ever seen
2: Teen Titans Go? No. Let me just have a think. Um, absolutely not. You know what? But don't,
1: don't do a uh, flying hand day on me. Don't dismiss it. <laughs> it's actually a it's a it's a. I watch it. It's one of the few things I will miss about homeschooling, and um, in the break in lunch time, Buzz watches three or four episodes of um teen titans go we got we got a big heavy uh record um backstory of theirs and it's about teen titans you know which is a sort of a superhero group along the lines of avengers and stuff but they're teenagers but oh. it's actually can i recommend it to you guys let me let me give you just an example um you can it. try okay <laughs> the other one of the things they were talking about the other day on there was something I'd never really thought of. It was overbite dancing.
2: Oh yes, I know. And you
1: know when people dance and they look like they're concentrating a bit too much and they sort of do the overbite? Yes. And they had a whole episode about that. And I thought that was a fabulously inventive, interesting, original thing to be talking about. What about that? Reminds me when I danced with a woman once and she said to me, you don't really dance to the music, do you dance to the words? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> oh!
0: Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
1: I'm loath to let the Teen Titans Go theme um, disappear right before I've told Careful. you a few other, a few other things. And one of the things that they did, one of the episodes, was about montages. Oh yeah. And it was about those things in films and television programs when someone, say, has to get really fit. The famous one being in Rocky, and you get like a 40-second montage of them eating raw eggs, doing press-ups, running up steps, yeah. Mm. And they tried to do it in the program. They did it. They had to fight this martial arts villain, and so they did a big. They did a montage of them practicing. Can I just say I'm in now on Teen Titans yeah. Go? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Up for and it. then they lost. They got a real whooping. And Robin, the Boy Wonder, had to say to them, "The thing is, you see, life's not like that. You can't learn in a montage. You have to put mm. lots of long, hard work in you know, over oh, a long period of time." philosophical.
2: I like yeah. this. <laughs>
1: He said, montage montage thinking, that's what's let us down here. And I thought, God, that's a good point.
2: Montage thinking. Can I tell you one more?
1: Can I tell you one more? There was an episode about when Richard Nixon took the USA off the gold standard.
2: (laughs) What? In Teen Titans. In Teen Titans, <laughs> it's one of those. The
1: great thing about those shows, it's a bit like this show, I suppose. If you're a bit tucked away and, and not noticed by the majority, you can go where you like.
2: Oh, I love the, I good. love some of the, their coverage. In, I like the, one, the, one, the,
1: kind of the one more. Yeah, the one when Robin um, r- suggested that the Teen Titans as a whole got involved in rental property investment. <laughs> really
2: Al, sorry anyway that. sorry Al, do you like that frank's trying to adopt the friends vernacular the shared experience of the one where yeah with, yeah. Uh, with Teen yes. titans as if any everyone else was going to say oh i love that one yeah well it's, yeah. it
1: makes a change from seinfeld or the simpsons or um oh, i like those curb your enthusiasm yes it's oh, like good. that um that curb your enthusiasm where <laughs> Can I just is point
2: like out that, while you're on the subject of the montage the yeah. equivalent of the female makeover which I regret to say is largely um, sort of makeup hair and clothes related um, mm. however that is a similar you know the sort of speeded up time frame always going into the changing room with the friend shaking her head and then nodding at the successful outfit choice and uh, usually done to Uptown Girl Will often be the music. Sometimes yeah. I feel good, you know. Yeah,
1: you choose. Why? Why don't we um, put out there the question: What is your favourite <laughs> film <laughs> montage sequence? E.g., Rocky gets fit in Rocky One. Yes. Um, and and see, because there must be loads of others. It's 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 in the same school. Do you remember the days of the spinning newspaper oh, nice. <laughs> that used to settle on a headline? Yes. Yeah, it's like that. I'd love, to, I'd love to be reminded of some others. So um, let's put that out there. We're able to, don't text us because we're not live, but we're able to hear you on Instagram and uh, Twitter and email. Um, we, we probably, you won't be able to do it on email. Twitter mm. and Instagram, you know, the, uh, the big two, yes.
2: as
0: I like to call you.
2: Are they the big two, would you say, of the social? Twitter and Instagram, what would you say, mm, Al? I think,
0: I think they probably are. happened well, never... to Facebook, has
2: that gone down a bit? Oh no, that Facebook's. Um, I think that's the more. That's the sort of more pensioners. I, I <laughs> oh, I might
1: um, <laughs> I might check that out. <laughs> they call it shopping leather shopping bag. Yeah. <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Have we had um, outside world activity this week?
0: um well we have actually it was uh, it's interesting that you bring up um watching a television show with buzz while you were homeschooling um because you last week i think it was discussed taking buzz's teddy up to your office with you um ben is the teddy bear it is yeah i yes i became don't get me wrong i'm not
1: um disturbed but i i just it, there was a tiny hint for me that he might have been lonely because buzz had gone back to school and i know he's a teddy bear and all that that entails but i thought i'm just going to err on the side of safety and i took him in fact he's at my side he's literally at my side now as we speak
0: well oh. um texter 737 has indulged in a little bit of um armchair psychiatry on you here okay okay he says or she frank taking ben whilst you were working was a buzz substitute you were missing your son oh well that's oh. a
1: nice nice way that that makes me sound less um strange <coughs> and can i, I just that. say
0: whilst we're on the subject that last week when we discussed education i made a, a glib comment that um state school teachers didn't want to <laughs> <Yes>. teach children <laughs> and i have heard from some of the hard-working teachers of the united kingdom oh. who were either not able to take Light-hearted comments on the radio oh. or are working very hard, and um, they were not happy with me.
1: I think they're all right as long as you share it with everyone else. This is, well, a, this is so like a Dominic general...
2: Cummings in the Rose Garden. The I mean, official <laughs> apology. Did you the actually hard-working get
0: contact with this country? There's four. They were really annoyed with me. Oh. <laughs> oh. Wow. That's four of them? <laughs> oh, Can way. I say I was a teacher, a,
1: a sort of. Um, for a couple of years. I I taught um, over 16. I I would say it's the hardest job I've ever done. Well, Um,
0: right now it'd be the hardest job you weren't doing, wouldn't it?
2: What about Don't Ask Me (laughs) It's not. It's not
1: letting him go, (laughs) Al. I'm trying to lead him out. No, he's broken free from my grip. You know when there's a fight, you drag someone away and they break loose and go and throw
0: another couple of punches. (laughs) I mean, they've got the time to message me about it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, Belligerent,
0: that's the word.
1: (laughs) Absolutely belligerent. Frank, you did your best,
2: mate. You did your (laughs) best. Um, Um,
1: Could
2: could, could people?
1: I asked if people could knock a nail into a teddy bear's face and think nothing of it. Did we get any response to that? Oh,
2: we did, Al, didn't we? Uh,
0: Another of your wide appeal textings. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) We had Andrew (laughs) Key who says, um, and you might need to pour yourself a, a stiff drink for this, uh, teddy bears are the biggest germ-carrying items. Not only would I nail them, I'd incinerate them with a blow lamp too. Perfect.
0: Wow. <laughs> I Which to makes say, my comments seem quite light, doesn't it? <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, my partner, Kath, is um, always saying that Ben uh, carries a thing called staff. Have you ever oh, heard yeah. of that? It's a staph infection, um, STA. Yeah, it's highly infectious, um, which mm-hmm. makes uh, makes mockery of the saying you can't get the staff." <laughs> <laughs> uh, apparently, you can get it quite easily. And she always, um, she's got a bit on her nose, she claims, and she's said she got that from Ben, from being forced to hog Ben goodnight. So um, maybe there used to be parrots that used to, that's it. Who's in the carries a lot of diseases chair at the moment?
2: <laughs> yes. it's teddy
1: bears it used to be parrots.
2: And they the always rats. used to say, "Rats, rats are pretty yeah. firm in that chair." Would you say?
1: Well, I yep. would say parrots were settled in there. They used to say parrots carried somewhat like, and then there would be a figure like 137 diseases or stuff like that. Okay. That's why a lot of pirates had one eye. <laughs> It was uh, conjunctivitis. Was one of the things that they carried. <laughs> um, I don't know why, being parrots, they didn't call out a warning. That's that's the thing. It was it was absolutely wanton. This is Frank
0: Skinner. Frank Skinner. This is
1: Absolute Radio. Hello, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochrane. Please don't text us today. We ain't here, if you know what I mean. Um, But you can contact us um, on Instagram and Twitter at frank on the radio, or you can email us via the Absolute Radio website. So contact is still possible, but um, don't text. It's
0: bad. Mm. Mm. As as an EG of the caliber of uh, contact that we get, last week we heard from somebody who had crucified a teddy bear, Mm. didn't we? Yes. And and we also received a message, which I think is a witty remark. Um, from at Onion Bergie, surely the <laughs> name of the Teddy nailed to the cross should be Barabbas. Oh, mm-hmm. that is good.
2: I Thought that would tick good. some
0: boxes for you. But he
1: was released, of course.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, can you believe that? <laughs> That'd be a good montage. What happened next with Barabbas? It starts with Barabbas um, sitting in uh, prison and a bloke coming in, and Barabbas, like, ex- supra- what gobstruck expression. And then Barabbas leaving town on donkey with, like, crucifixion in background that he doesn't even notice. Then um, Barabbas um, arrives in new town and um, sees a job for... Um, Children's entertainers, let's say, and then you see him uh, dressed as uh, dressed as a um, camel uh, dancing in front of children, uh, mm. that's and that's how he that's how he um, became a big star.
2: Okay, I'd like to see a montage of you, Frank, sort of what I call fr- as uh, evolving into what I like to think of as Frank Two Point Naught, the more poetry podcast for Hank Skinner um as opposed to the the football you know not that there's not a place for football in your current life but you know Mm. what i mean your brand and i see this montage as you possibly looking wistfully at um a stack of fhms (laughs) throwing them in the trash can
1: Uh, (laughs) ah yes yes and and Um, then reaching for the (laughs) the complete wordsworth (laughs)
2: <laughs> and then taking down um, a picture, not that, again, you would have done this, but the brand of you would have had a picture of uh, a lady, perhaps, on the wall. Oh,
0: yeah. Um, maybe, and yeah. you would
2: have taken that off and replaced Linda it Lizardi. with a picture of James Joyce yeah. or something. That's how I see it.
1: Yes, I, I guess uh, there's an element of that, certainly. <laughs> the thing is that those pictures were never really on the wall, but, you know. I know well, what that's you mean. What I on, mean they, they were on the, the we're wall talking... of my brand.
2: We're talking about the yeah. perception of Frank Skinner, which I was, did used um, to have a picture. of uh, may I say?
1: I had a picture of Kathy Lloyd on my <laughs> wall, but only because she, I was in the photo with her, and I was being. Um, now, what was the name of that uh, country and western female country and western? K.D. Lang, very good. K.D. Lang did a picture with um, a famous model in which she was shaved in a uh, barber's chair. Yes. And I recreated that for the news of the mm-hmm. world with the Cathy Lloyd, the popular, page three. But um, well, they were all popular, let's face it. Uh, yeah. I had that on my wall with me as KD Lang. So there's so many uh, complications in that image. Yeah. We, we can't dwell on it now, obviously. She did a very good version of crying. Do you remember that?
0: Oh, yes she did.
1: <sighs> Not as good as the big O. <laughs> but nothing's as good as the big O. I've always said that. Oh <laughs> God! Oh yeah, yeah. Maybe the brand isn't that far. I <laughs> tell the... you, speaking of the brand, I've been watching a bit of football oh, uh, yeah. this week. Whatever happened and... to? Yes. And uh, you know what? I uh, I don't I don't miss the crowd thing. I don't really notice the crowd, aren't there? No. Oh really? I realise now, maybe it's time to get rid of the crowd thing. <laughs> it's a bit yeah. of an old-fashioned concept, <laughs> and just have paid subscriptions.
2: Okay.
0: Uh, you know,
1: you could clubs will be moving to smaller grounds. Can you imagine that?
0: Have <clears> you got to the to thing the where responses. you can hear a
1: version of them though? I've, yes, got, so a thing. I've the got I've got the, the video where I my season ticket means I can watch them all online.
0: Do you do you press the button where you hear a fake crowd? Is that what you're doing? I oh, don't no, I do don't, that. I don't do that, no. Do you do I that find it,
2: I don't. No, I, find I haven't
0: it watched the, any uh, of it.
1: But. Uh, uh, with the Hawthorns, I find there's a, it's a bit louder now <laughs> than it is at a lot of the games. Right. But, and, so, uh,
2: and so say all of us in North London.
1: <laughs> So you could get rid of hooliganism, football traffic, uh, no uh, fat blokes, urinating on the hard shoulder, um, uh, you know? And just have everyone just pay a uh, subscription. and watching at home on their, um, on their devices. I find it completely thr- thrilling, I must say. I think it could be the future. Um, let me know what you think. <laughs> <laughs> do Now, in the old days, um, before um, th- what I'm now calling the global pandemic, um, there was, uh, we used to have lots of jingles and, and stuff. It, they probably are still available, but nobody could be bothered to supply me with them. And so, um, and we have to do, I've only got one, and it's um, its basically Dandy Livingstone, Susan, Beware of the Devil. So, this is the email corner jingle. Oh, Susan, beware of the devil. <laughs> Good limbs, spoil
2: your heart.
0: There you go. We've
2: got any emails? Um, we have. We've heard from Sue Mackerel. Hello, Sue. <clears throat> mm, sky's the limit. <laughs> she uh, has this to say with regard to malted milk biscuits, which were heavily mm. discussed on last week's show.
1: Yes, in case you don't, just a brief or a the, uh, the malted milk biscuit is the one with a, sort of a relief of cattle in a field on it. OK.
2: Exactly. Hi, Frank, Emily and Alan. Just been listening to Saturday's podcast and heard you discussing malted milk biscuits. My brother's claim to fame is that one of his first projects after leaving university was to make the cow on the malted milk biscuits stand out more and be clearer to see. I think he did this rather well and heard Frank say, if it wasn't for the malted milk biscuit, we wouldn't have 3D films today. I'll Indeed. pass this on to said brother to enhance his claim to fame even further. Thank you, Sue Mackerel. What do you imagine
1: his job was, that he was called in to um, enhance the malted milk cow? Uh, a cow graphic enhancer. artist? I yeah, would cow say, enhanced yeah. To
0: be a graphic <laughs> <part. laughs> He didn't get a lot of calls, but when he did, he knew what he was going oh, to have do. Oh, man! when he did, he was, yeah, be, he was there. Like, there weren't he many people was... in
1: the waiting room when he turned up for the interview. Let's <laughs> like, put it that way.
2: <laughs> he could have called himself a relief worker. That would have been oh, absolutely that's accurate. very
1: fine. Very yes. fine. Very good. Um, he could have been working in uh, genetics or something maybe you know maybe they actually he worked on the actual original model and then the then the artist came in and did it that way and en- enhanced the original mm-hmm. cow we'll never know but um i'm grateful to him i'm t- i'm t- i'm guessing that he took it from low relief to high relief then to use no. um, artistic terminology
2: yeah well, well we oh, had that that is we a great
0: that. claim to fame we had that message about malted milk biscuits and here's another one udder <laughs> an, another one
1: oh an order what sorry I, I was I thought is he all right he's gone quiet has he fallen <laughs> I was no, just you doing quite a
0: laboured pun
2: I'm you were think...
1: right to, to wait. it was worth waiting
0: for I that. still
2: think is he all right continue
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jedi like a boss A.K.A. Paul Carter has uh, tweeted us um, on the subject of malted milk biscuits discussed in the last show. I found this picture floating around on the internet in reference to Frank's mention of a milk churn featuring in the biscuit design. Granted, this is an enamel pin badge, but it lends credence to the myth. And he sent a photograph of what looks like several little kind of gold enamel malted milk badges. It's wow! It's a, it's a great mm. thing. I didn't know but, there was any... Interst- there's, what, there's malted milk
1: merch? There seems to be. <laughs> it's easy for you to say. Yeah? That's... Um... I'm going to check it. When this record ends, I shall go to eBay and see what other malted milk stuff they've got. What I would like is a large, I mean, size of a wall um, picture of the field where you can put your face through the hole <laughs> so that me and my family can be the, uh, the malted milk cattle. <laughs> We still resideth in email corner, I I believe. We
0: do. Um yes. and I okay, have yes. an email from I think a, a week or so ago. Sometimes we've got a backlog. Don't um don't get angry about it guys. <laughs> Hi Frank and the team. I've discovered your podcasts and I'm working through them in reverse order. Interesting. We're all getting younger in this guy's head. Mm. On the subject of reversing, here's something you don't see anymore men reversing their car with the door slightly ajar, their mm. head lolling sideways, and twisted to the right, oh. holding on to the handle to balance. Damn yeah, those parking sensors and their multi mirrored <laughs> modern vehicles. As a nation, yeah, we are gradually door. losing the skills that made this country amusing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Good that. Ending. That's
0: I Good ending. Good ending. It's a I very thought, strong oh, point. God, it's...
1: It's going a bit right wing this and then it went that made this country amusing <laughs> <laughs> lovely I'd forgot about that the door slightly adjunct can I honestly say I've never done that? I've never had the confidence or the skill to do mm. that my reversing is I oh man I dread reversing I will drive round and round to avoid it I can do a three-point turn but like when people go down a road at some speed mm. reversing without hitting any of the traffic I think that's remarkable
2: I know but I find the noise very satisfying it's like, it's like rewinding life I enjoy that
1: the only time I've been good at it is I I learned to drive in a triumph Toledo okay. and there was a, a watermark on the back windscreen and if I got that watermark lined up with the curb I could um, I could reverse very successfully but oh, never been, once that car's gone, chances of that car not being in cube form mm. in, uh, in a scrapyard is... Uh, well, I, I learned to it's... drive
2: on one of those uh, London to Brighton vehicles you sometimes see. What, on <laughs> a vintage car? <laughs> yeah, no, no, I didn't. But, you know, my age would indicate that. <laughs> yeah. um, and uh, I have to say, I can... Because I think we might have discussed this before... But uh, with the emergency stop, we've, which we've the, been on 11 e-
1: years. Don't... don't beat yourself up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> How
1: many which people the... have you known for 11 years who haven't said something to you that they have, that is a topic that they have discussed before? That's just yes. life.
2: Yes, yeah. you're right, Frank. It's the 10 year um, cycle. The, emergen- <laughs> the emergency stop, which they no longer do, I believe, because I think, is, there, is this because it's considered violent? You know, they would bang. The windscreen, wouldn't they? The ins- the instructor. It
1: can't be. Please the test tell me examiner. it isn't
2: that. Do you think it is that, Alan? That sounds like your area.
1: It's an anti-violence stance that <laughs> they. <laughs> God,
0: Myth. well, it everything's
1: to- violence now, isn't it? Well, they <laughs> used to. It they used to be an A to Z across the um, across <laughs> the <laughs> dashboard, oh. and I don't know what you'd use now. There's no <laughs> like real the legitimate. Ball, uh, there's no. Do they even have a. I bet they have a device. No, don't they? Oh, Some sort probably. of device.
2: They'll use a smartphone case, something like that. Oh, no,
1: no. No. They won't even have a packet of fags they can bang down or anything. <laughs> I mean, for goodness. I don't wonder they've stopped it. I wonder if they stopped the emergency stop really suddenly <laughs> in that it was in one test and then bang, it wasn't in the next test. And it was really like that. It stopped at a tremendous screech. I remember it was one of the few things I got right uh, on my first test. Was that? Mm, I, didn't get the one, the, I didn't get the one right when the pedestrian was on the zebra crossing. That was the emergency <laughs> stop I, uh, I missed. <laughs>
0: Frank Skinner Frank Skinner Absolute radio
1: We were discussing um the the end of the emergency stop of all things. I didn't know that had gone. Well, I thought it test.
2: had. And um during our um coffee break, I've discovered hmm. that what appears to happen now is that if you're asked to complete an emergency stop in the current driving test, the examiner will raise their hand and call out, stop. And then you complete the stop. But oh, there's so they still no do it. physical, they still do it, but they, um, there's no physical uh-huh. contact uh, okay. with uh, There's no banging noise.
0: Ah, uh,
1: okay. Well, fair enough. I suppose that the health and safety, you could startle <laughs> someone with <You laughs> the banging. Oh, uh, imagine you're
2: startled. <laughs>
1: But i am got to be honest, if I was driving along and someone, even now, someone in the car raised their hand and shouted <laughs> stop, I'd still be a little uneasy. <laughs> it wouldn't be the first... I've never been in a moving car where anyone's done that.
2: <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> yes, although you anyway. have. I'm sure you've done this, Frank, because I've done it and Alan which is when you feel you're having to brake fairly suddenly to avoid some sort of potential catastrophe Mm -hmm. or avert an incident, always reach across with the hand to protect the passenger, which I always assumed was out of just was me being a very empathetic person. But apparently this is some weird um, physical instinct, isn't it? I've
1: never done that.
2: Have you not? Really? What does that
1: tell you? No, that's surprising. That's is so that psychopath
2: test. I Maybe. was
1: told in this thing when I used to drink in um, pubs, like proper pubs, not you know, not pubs with um, loud house music playing and beautiful people, but pubs <laughs> with a jukebox right. and old blokes in it. it and people talked a lot about driving, uh, and one of the things they used to say is to stab with staccato thrusts at the, um, at the brake pedal. And that stops the car faster if it's a real, a genuine emergency stop. You ever heard <laughs> <Really>? of that? <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> Check it out. Um, just I'm just glad you added
2: the uh, brake pedal bit. They always the used to say,
1: also, if you listen to the revs very closely, you don't need to use the um, clutch when changing gear. You yeah, can hear the true, moment right? where you just you can just move the gear stick and it'll just
0: go smoothly in anyway. Try. it. The problem okay. with trying that to, <laughs> to to get good enough at it. Don't try it in to a dangerous that. situation. You're yeah, sorry. Have to hear that horrible noise of gears not changing properly. So S- the synchromesh will just be really gang ginging.
1: The, uh, the removal of synchromesh. That's what it used to be, wasn't it? I guess it is, yeah. I um, think it is.
2: Sorry, sorry to interrupt, uh, Jeremy and Richard. Um, <laughs> but do you think we could maybe go on to another topic?
1: Yeah, do it. Have we, <laughs> what about another email while we're still in the corner?
2: OK. I enjoyed feeling like James May at that point. Um, do you know
1: James May? <laughs> <laughs> no, but thanks for the tip. OK.
2: Yes, we have. Do you remember we were discussing mnemonics on the show not oh, long yes. ago? Yes, we've had this missive in from Jen, who says, "Good evening, Frank, Emily, and Alan." I say evening because I'm listening to your podcast on a Saturday night. Okay. I've been a listener Late for a long podcast. Yeah. yeah, I've been a listener for a long time, but this is the first time I've been in touch. Re-mnemonics, one I've remembered since school is never eat cheese, eat sausage sandwiches, and remain young. It spells who's going to be first. Never necessary. eat cheese, eat sausage... Thank you. Oh,
1: I? necessary.
2: I still That's have it in my head one, every time I write that word.
1: Because necessary is quite a tricky one.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: I was complaining I always... that my,
1: my dad had one for contents, which is not a hard word to spell, but necessary,
0: no. I, think, I think that... Uh, so as a mnemonic I always remember lover. necessary as one, one collar and two sleeves so that's the C and the double S but how do you remember that it's not two collars and one sleeve because oh because, because it's, based on, it's
1: based on the shirt <laughs> the shirt template yes. yes. fiendish, absolutely fiendish Frank Skinner Frank Skinner Absolute Radio, Absolute radio. now one of the things we uh doing nowadays is putting out stuff on um, twitter and instagram so we although we are not live we can get some sense of uh, our readership speaking to us because i miss them i'm not joking i miss their um, regular contact on the show so much Mm. um uh, uh, what's on
2: um sm Social media, social media, <laughs> oh, okay. social media. Hey, I don't know which aspect of your life we're currently no. wading through. Yeah,
1: um, I miss the ampersand. <laughs>
2: <laughs> We've had so many, Frank. Um, just yeah. to mention a few as we go. What I
1: asked was, um, I, I, we were talking about montages in films when things happen. So Rocky is a, a sort of fat, out of condition bloke hmm. who does part time work at a meat packing uh, factory. And then we watch him in 40 seconds or however long that montage is. To the tune of dun dun dun, dun 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 And he eats raw eggs and runs up steps and becomes um, world champion fitness athlete. OK. Mm. So I was talking about that. And I asked if anyone's got any uh, much-loved film montages.
2: Yes. We've had... Um so many we've had adam disney who's uh, pointed Kidna. out karate kid one the tournament rounds montage you're the best around Oh uh, yeah. Simon oh, quinn God, I forgot that. notting yeah. hill when ain't no sunshine when she's gone plays as hugh grant's character walks through the full four seasons yes i remember oh that.
0: oh i've not seen, and that. Uh, I've, never not
2: seen I've never seen i've never seen them
1: i don't know if i've ever seen a richard curtis film
2: wow oh. um We've also had Nikki Hall has pointed out the very, the famous, one of the most famous sort of transformation montages. Uh, Julia Roberts in Pretty Woman saying to the snooty sales girl how much commission she's missed out on by being rude to her on a prior occasion. Now she's got money. I believe she says big mistake, huge. And then we have um, Aidan Greenaway. Who says uh, stepbrothers? When Brennan and Dale realize they're best friends, cue martial arts, night vision goggles, wolf <laughs> lamps, etc.
1: I've never seen that, but I like the sound of it. Yeah, that does sound good.
2: That's bonding, is it? The old well, vision, It's night on vision. demand. Mm. Oh,
1: so rude, isn't it? it? On television, on demand. We should Classic say uh, anymore.
2: Chris Bracegirdle. <laughs> Thanks yeah. for the tip. Um, has pointed out that Team America owned the montage, no longer possible to even pull one off now.
0: Good point. Oh, uh,
1: yes, yeah. Which is true, yeah. Well, I'd say Teen Titans have made it their own, <laughs> but, you know. You love Teen We're Titans. Old, I do, I love Teen Titans. It's, it's, you know, there aren't that many. I think most of the real inventiveness and um, originality and experimentation that's going on on television now is going on on children's television. Things like Gravity Falls, Teen Titans, Titans, um, World, um, uh, Amazing World of Gumball, all that. So so really, when you they are so inventive and incredible programs. Anyway, that's enough about that.
0: I've been watching Merlin partly because of you and partly because of my daughter. Come on! And I had a classic moment the other day of um, being a guy who actually went to drama school and trained as an actor. I was watching Merlin and I said to my kids, "Oh, I know him." (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> about one of the people in it. Well, Boz asked
1: me the other day. He said how many people have you met that are in the Harry Potter films? And I said oh, oh, I, I can't think of met and then question. I listed I listed about 30. Once yeah. I actually started I worked with many of them. You've worked with um, them all. But yeah. I've only I've only met one of the big three. Oh yeah. I've okay. only met Grinto. <laughs> I haven't mm-hmm. met the other two. So um, he's the one I want to meet of course. I'm yeah. you know pro ginger.
0: <laughs> Frank Skinner Frank
1: Skinner on Absolute radio. Hello, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio With Emily Dean and Alan Cochran um, You can't text the show today Because we, in, a, in, in a sense we don't exist uh, But you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram At Frank on the Radio Or you can email us via the Absolute Radio website I've had, to, I've had to move Ben, Ben my co-host today, who is Bozzy's teddy bear, who I've brought along to my room because I actually, seriously, have a slight anxiety that he'll get lonely on his own downstairs. Um, if, I, if I have Ben on my lap, I get so hot, I don't know, what it, I don't know if it's the staff he carries. Um, <laughs> if, if you weren't listening earlier, he's not a shepherd, it's an mm. infection. No. Um, but he generates heat, he really is. Maybe all bears do, I don't know. You're very talking, kindly. What's the, name of that?
0: what's the name of that film where the bloke's killed by a bear at the end? Oh. Oh, documentary. Oh. Spoiler alert, but it's called Grizzly Man, I think. Grizzly Man, yeah. Horrible. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and Not the director now. Frank's
1: just told you the last three minutes of it. Yeah. The <laughs> famous director, his name escapes me at the moment, um... Gives the tape of um, the terrible ending, um, an audio tape, to I think his mother or girlfriend, and says, here's that, never listen to it. I thought, whoa, that's the most gothic novel thing I've ever heard. Never open that door. (laughs) I I bet she listened to it. You know what it's like. You've had a drink. (laughs) Get the cassette out.
2: Speak for yourself. Yeah. Get I'm the so
1: cassette <laughs> let's have a listen. He said, No, listen to it. Never mind what he said. Get the tape on. I think they were from West Bromwich, the uh, family. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> big bear problem up that way. <clears throat> um, uh,
1: big bear problem. Did you see <laughs> that from here? <laughs> That's like that book, Uh, The Long Firm. I spent the first five minutes trying to find the the end of the title.
2: Why hasn't um, Bear Grylls done a podcast just called Bear Grylls?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, which he interviews people.
2: It's not often that your name works perfectly just for the title. It tells the story.
1: Bear we'll grills, yeah. You might
2: want to, th- or a cooking show, Frank. You know, he's got all sorts of options. Or a cook, I'll cook it, but Bear yes.
1: grills, I think it's it's of the interviewing, isn't it? Mm,
2: yeah. I think C- so. Could
1: he interview? I don't really know Bear Grills' work. Is he is he capable of doing an interview?
2: Well, what I do, or is it was, all you know?
1: Mm. It's is it all like polythene over a hole in the floor to create moisture?
2: That's your apartment. Know. If it was me, that. I'd suggest um, a studio environment where there was a light shining on him as a sort of FBI interrogation That's in keeping perfect. with the grills theme. Just an idea. It's, it's absolutely perfect.
1: <laughs> I, it will happen because he's the sort of, um, you know, he's hot, isn't he, at the moment, I think. Or is that George mm. Foreman grills? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, oh, dear. So, um,
2: Can I ask you both something? Yes. Did you happened to see the most beautiful girl um no yes and
1: she was uh, crying crying
2: it's a shame Mm. tony blair gave an interview this week i'm not sure if you saw it. it was in the sunday times and within it he made the revelation and it went slightly viral because he admitted he hadn't done any housework cooked a meal or washed his own clothes since 1997 respect That was yeah. another party. Apologies, but
0: it's uh, it's one of the few times that I've read the Times uh, long interview and said "snap" out loud because I'm exactly the same. Not well. It's interesting, Thanks, it. Skinner. Well, I can think of three
1: occasions when I've said "result" in reference to Tony Blair, but never with more conviction than I did when I read this, this story.
2: Yes, he's I also. Mean, you're he thinking. also admitted, guys, um, just so we have the full charge sheet in front of you, mm-hmm. he hasn't done a grocery shop, driven a car. Um I mean there was all sorts of things.
1: He's um he's one of them uh, male chauvinist pigs, eh? <laughs> Is he one of you know them male chauvinist pigs? He's one of them, eh? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my whole self seems to be uh, breaking through from the inside, like a like a baby bird emerging from an egg. <laughs> I'll fight it, don't worry. Those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, I'll fight it. Frank Skinner
0: on Absolute Radio.
1: We were discussing uh, the male his pig Tony Blair. Tony blair, <laughs> blair, blair. blair To be fair to Blair... Um, mm-hmm. I don't th- I think it's only during podcasts. Yeah. It's only or Hairblair as they call him in uh, oh. Germany. Yeah, <laughs>
0: they Herr call Blair his March. family the
1: hair- they call him the Hairblair boy. <laughs> <Martin. laughs> Very good. Um the uh the, uh, it, the it, it's only during lockdown I think that Sherry is it Sherry or Cherie Blair? Cherie,
2: I think. Cherie.
1: That Cherie has been doing the housework. I think normally they have serving folk yes. mm. who do it for them. Which is not, not it's not so bad as if someone's been paid for it. Cherie yeah. Cherie's well, she... too busy to do it regularly. Oh yeah. She's one of them uh, do gooders. <laughs> you know them do gooders are always, you know, busy bodies. Yes, apparently.
2: Um, for normal people, that's a QC, OK? Yeah. Can, I
1: Jek- I a can I tell you? A character called Dr <laughs> Jekyll and Mr Smethwick.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> which I keep turning back into my old black country self. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and
2: Much dear. like the Hulk, as we previously yeah. discussed on this show, with the frayed jean bottoms yeah I, I like to see you with a sort of a football shirt would start creeping out of under the top of your uh your nice john smedley and silk some stone, mix jumpers.
1: some stone is it stonewashed jeans <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> and england supporter three-quarter length your trousers would oh, all no, be I chopped never. off I, n- I never did I um never did. Did you notice Cherie during this interview, if you read it, she sort of stuck her head round the door mid-interview in a sort of comic sidekick way. Mm-hmm. And oh, she yeah. said, uh, if he tells you he does housework, he's definitely lying.
0: Yeah, good um, stuff.
2: But she also said, in a, well, she did a follow-up went, interview. he went mad at her after. <laughs> Do you think so? Well, well,
1: I, I don't think she
0: thought of it until she read all the comments about any story that had Tony Blair in it. And, you know, people call yeah. him Tony B. Liar. Oh yeah, they deliberately blah, yeah. misspell it. Oh, yes, oh just... yeah, Blah, Yeah, yeah. get it. Mm. I mean, my surname's yeah. Cochrane, so it's probably for the best. I don't go into politics. No, no, I should <laughs> lay off, lay off that.
1: Yeah. I had a big, quite a big row with um, Tony Blair once. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> Did you? I was. You at, didn't. Um,
2: you yeah. worked with them all, haven't
1: you? It was weird because. No, what you mean,
2: Alan, is he's rowed with them all.
1: <laughs> it's starting <laughs> yeah. off as quite genial. And then, because um, I interviewed him um, on my, um, when I had a chat show in the, uh, in the old normal, um, he was, I, I liked him a, a lot. And and then I got invited to a, a charity event at Number mm. 10 by um, Cherie, I think, because one of them, one of them do
2: gooders. <laughs> and um, Doctor Jackie, ter- Mr Smothik, everyone. and we were
1: talking about like comedy in general. Me and Tony Blair, and he said, "Oh, we had uh, Brian Ricks here um, last week for a charity thing." I said, "He's dead." He said, "No, he's here last week." I said, "He's been dead about three years." He said, uh, "No, he was here." I said, "I'm sorry, but you're completely right. It must have been his son. His son writes kids' books, but he's probably..." He said, "He was." It was Brian. Um, he said it wasn't his. And it really got like we were both getting quite. I said, it's not because you're getting angry. It wasn't him. He's dead. Oh, and I don't God. think there was like. I, I, I don't know when mobile phones and that happened, but we didn't Google it or anything like that. Anyway, he was absolutely spot on. Um, <laughs> it, was, it was Brian Ricks. I was completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and that's I, why I'm he didn't listen to me about the Iraq war, I think. Oh, I, oh yeah. Yeah, we you know you you get wrong once, some people think you're wrong every time. Hmm. I mean, huge.
0: Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Uh
1: we were talking about uh, Blairo. Lily Blairo, mm-hmm. li- bull and a lot. Um mm-hmm. I th- the thing is that Tony Blair says he doesn't he has not any home housework really of any description since um since 97 the thing yeah. about him not driving I, I i i think i told you once i was at a test match talking to john major <laughs> the former prime minister
2: oh what row did you have with him
1: no i don't think we had a row actually and he was there was two blokes standing at the back with the curly wires on their ears they were his security blokes oh yeah mm. and i said to him must be uh, great having security blokes and he said yeah he said well i don't want to get i always think if i get rid of them somebody will, like shoot me the next day i mm. said yeah i can i can see that and i said if it was me i would like i'd get myself a nice rolex and go through a stroll through really rough areas in the early hours <laughs> if you couldn't get bodyguards i mean let just the joy of it imagine i mean i know it's different for you al but um because <laughs> yeah. no-one's going to take you down. But think for a might. man like myself, to be able to walk <laughs> around <laughs> and not think someone could appear at any moment and hack me down, yes. is, uh, is a lovely thought. Yeah. So I'm guessing that Blair's would, he's had to keep... He couldn't get rid of security, because he's, he's, no. there's still
0: a few anti-Blair rights about. I can yes. understand him not having done laundry because he thinks he's too important. But I, do, I really don't understand him saying that he's too big to have driven a car since 1997, because the Queen and Prince Philip still drive. And perhaps it's a bad mm. example. Well, yeah, I wouldn't exactly. use Prince
2: Philip, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolute well, radio had... does not condone uh, those sort if of driving. You, if,
1: <laughs> if I offered you, Al, a, a full-time driver,
0: do you think you'd ever drive again? Uh, yeah, probably, I think I would. What? Why? And if I lived in a stately home like Tony Blair did, and I missed driving, I'd just be doing, like, I'd drive a go kart around the grounds, or a, well, he might do, do some, that, do some what donuts on the lawn or something. You'd, yeah, and break turns on the gravel. Yeah, I don't think he's uh, really embracing the possibilities of his life.
2: I've got to Can say, I say
0: he's, he's, sorry, Frank. So, now you go first.
2: I was going to say, as someone who no longer drinks alcohol, I find. Is that right? um, yeah, it's been since I, I don't. I mean, with the greatest respect, it wasn't a necessary choice. It was a, mm. more of a lifestyle choice. But I would say it's been about two, a year and a half, two years, maybe. I didn't
1: realize that. Well, yeah,
2: I've just gone off it. I've just gone off it. Mm. But as someone who it's no longer part of my life, I find it a very handy excuse for the, um, the inebriated at parties um, and I am able to resist the pressure. Do you see? Oh,
1: by saying you're Had, driving? Bit,
2: bit, yes, thank you. Yes.
1: Mm.
2: And a burly yeah. security guard would uh, spoil that.
1: I mean, he's got... Uh, I don't know. I, I don't think I'd drive for pleasure if there was a, 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 a man in a uniform. I say a man. I once went to a big, um, a big fight. I can't remember who was fighting there. But outside was Don King's Rolls Royce. And there was this incredible um, blonde woman. If one can talk about, (laughs) just aesthetically, uh, just a strikingly, the sort of cheekbones it looked like you could slice ham on. And she had a, you know those um, like Parker wears in Thunderbirds, those um, (laughs) double-breasted chauffeur (laughs) things with the cap? She had one of those on, but all in black leather. And she was like peroxide blonde. Wow. I mean, come on. I know you've got to be careful what you're saying nowadays, but wow, that was really.
0: Wonder no was no wonder his than...
1: hair is constantly on end. <laughs>
0: Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Absolute radio.
2: Uh, you were talking just now, Frank, about Don King and his uh, female leather clad driver. Yes. which I love the sound of. I also fondly remember the late Liberace's um, habit of... He would dress up his uh, partner as his chauffeur. Do you remember this? <laughs> oh. He would drive on stage in a white sort of... Uh, you know, there's a sort of Quality Street uh, military white jacket with gold oh, yeah. brocade on it. I'm he wearing
0: one
2: <laughs> <laughs> I wish you were
0: that's the, what we're in home recording studio <laughs> <laughs> who would wear who, who could we think of
1: <laughs> freddie mercury would have worn one yes probably jacko oh maybe he liked he um, liked um, paramilitary look sort of um, yeah. he liked the quality straight
2: yes who, who anyway. would wear it um sans trousers frank skinner <laughs> I actually can't think of anyone else um <laughs> His boyfriend, Scott, or or a partner, would uh, drive him on stage in a white Rolls Royce in the full uh, chauffeur's outfit?
1: Well, he had a a fabulous... I went to the... um, Actually, I was going to another big fight. Um, I was going to um, Tyson Bruno Mm -hmm. in uh, Vegas. And I went to um, the Liberati Museum. Did you? Yeah, there was a London cab. In there, which was completely covered in, I don't know what the technical term, but m- mirror ball. You know the little oh, tiny yes. square glitter mirrors. Ball. Yeah. I don't know what you, it's some sort of. I suppose a sort of reflective mosaic. It's the
2: glitter ball, is it? I believe. Okay. Well, no. so the
1: whole yeah. the whole of the exterior of this London black cab was glitter ball. <gasps> and apparently, what he used to do is, when people would be arriving, when his season in Vegas started. People would be uh, arriving, uh, you often like um, you had a hardcore, like middle aged women following. Mm. He would arrive at the taxi queue, him on his own, drive in this <laughs> <laughs> mirror ball London cab and drive five of the women or every man he could get into his hotel, to their hotels, not to his Excellent. hotel, obviously, no one could accuse him of that, uh, to their no. hotels, yeah.
2: Do you know, Frank, great,
1: such a great. I idea. wish
2: at some point during that process he'd have wound down the window and yelled at a reporter, I just want to be left in privacy, <laughs>
0: leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I like a lot about that story and I think one of the things that I like the most about it is that you're the kind of guy that doubles up watching the heavyweight championship <laughs> boxing match with the Liberace <laughs> Museum. <laughs> Yes, it's a, it's a fair play.
2: Liberace drives a black ever, cab. Have you seen Liberace
1: one. live? But no. um, he's properly funny, Liberace. He was he was really mm. he was he knew. He did know. They don't all know. He knew. He
2: well, knew. What was you say about Stephen Fry? Uh, I was saying, cab? what other celebrities drive uh, a black cab? I think does Stephen Fry. Fry he's he? the only one I know. yes. I think he did, or if he yes. does, I don't know. I believe it's quite a thing, oh because God, then you I don't i tell you what,
1: I'll get, I'll get the boss. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine that? And then, of course, at that time, the uh, Archduke of Prussia. Yeah, all right, mate. Just, just keep your eyes on the road. and uh, Yes, and of course, magenta was the colour of... Oh! For <laughs> God's sake. What happened <laughs> to people moaning about the traffic? No, I couldn't, I couldn't cope with that. <laughs> Awful. Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. We were uh, discussing uh, Tony Blair. I tell you what. um, I I read that he is now he runs a think tank, Mm -hmm. and he's got a consultancy called Tony Blair Institute for Global Change.
0: Yeah.
2: Okay. Now,
1: to me, that sounds like. Retirement, its another word for retirement. Isn't it sitting around and just talk? You know those jobs when you think, well, what, what comes out of that? Mm. And also, can I ask you a question? A think tank? Yeah. It's a strange term when you actually stand back from it. Is it tank because, like fish tank, there is a circularity of argument in which everyone just goes round and round and never,
0: oh, there's no destiny.
1: Or is it tank as in that you power forward, um, letting no obstacle get in your way. Riding, I love the word. Gather round for it. Roughshod.
2: Oh yeah. Love a roughshod.
1: Yeah, but why is it a think tank? And is he getting paid for these things that aren't really things?
0: Yeah, mm. he's getting paid quite a lot for those things. I think wow. that's one of the problems that people have with him. The Tony
1: Blair Institute for Global Change. Yeah. yeah. What's he talking about? It reminds me I met a bloke who said he, he, he was uh, this sort worked in this sort of area of, you know, no work. Mm. The sort of no work work. <laughs> and he said he was working. Um, Good friend I, I of yours. Thought... He said he was working on a new model for integrity. I remember he said to me. Oh.
2: Uh, imagine that. You well, imagine he added with, like, the... air, fi-
1: air fix in his garage.
2: I've met plenty of people who seem to do that full time without adding the uh, for integrity aspect of that sentence. <laughs> that's... <laughs> but um, that's another story. Have we had
1: any, um, any more film montages before, we, um, before we, we reverse out of the car park and head on our way home?
2: We have. People are very fondly remembering uh, every episode of The A-Team keeps getting mentioned. Charlotte oh, I'd Bride.
1: forgotten that. Did they yeah. have montages? Yeah. The well, A-Team would... was, was in the very midst of my heaviest drinking, so I never never really saw that at all.
0: Well, I'm thinking of one where they were locked in a garage and with a little bit of music and um, some mental fortitude, they created a tank that fired cabbages at people, I think I'm yes. right in Wow, saying. just from scrap? Yep, just from stuff that was in the garage with them, that the, uh, uh, the people I that locked that. them up Is hadn't had the foresight to think would make a weapon. I remember that, t- that um, sitcom that Tony Blair
1: was in when he made a think tank. <laughs> um, from stuff that fired um, fired concepts.
2: Yeah. Lulu has mentioned Scarface. Lulu. Tony getting richer. Tony Sorry. Tony getting rich. Uh, she's mentioned Tony getting richer. That's often a, th- a trope in films, isn't it? The accumulation of wealth is done rather quickly. Oh yeah. And it uh, tends
1: to be hard work, though, doesn't it? You know, people st- studying and having to learn things, which are I things think in that real life. Yeah, most people don't do those things. That's where they stop. But the mm-hmm. montage make them look like perfectly doable.
2: Yes. And, and we I have Paul Chappell uh, mentions Ocean's Eleven, Old Casino Failed Robberies, and always a vault heist reveal. Brilliant. Yeah. Good fun. Uh,
0: yeah. Ah, yes. And can I end
2: quickly with David Fitzgerald? Because I like him. I've heard the that. The different shots of the kitchen table in Citizen Kane to convey the shifting tones in the marriage. Now, oh. that's not quite a montage, David, but I like it, so I'm going to I like
1: it. it. Also, yeah. we got a table. I'll tell you that next week. What about that <laughs> for a cliffhanger?
2: <laughs> Finally right. got a table.
1: Listen, uh, Sarah Champion <laughs> is, uh, is up next, so do listen to her. And uh, next week for Tablegate. Um, so if the good Lord, thanks for listening today, if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Be sensible.